Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, cause better relationships need better ingredients. Hey, so if you want better relations, it's about communication, finding love, staying together. We all wanna make it better. Yeah, Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship gumbo. And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach, an engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And tonight, our title, Sex, Lies, and Monogamy. These, that, that just makes it sound a little juicy, don't it? We got some things we're going to discuss, got some stories we're going to tell, and some things we're going to share. Um, tonight's guest, she's been on the show before, Miss Maya Avery. and um. You know, I told you guys a few weeks ago, when I find people that, that have value in things that I believe you guys need, they're going to keep coming back, even if it's 100 times. So she is back, ladies and gentlemen. So give me a second to bring her up, and we're going to get on with the show. So stay tuned. Hold on. There she is. Hey. Welcome back. Hey, hey, everybody. Look, y'all, let me tell y'all something. Can I tell y'all something real quick before we get started? Child, when I tell you the enemy try to come in and destroy what you're doing, you know I'm not tech savvy. Hey, so many issues with that. But thank you for the grace, Derek. We fix some things. Thank you. Thank you. So if I seem a little off, if I'm moving a little bit, just please forgive me. And sometimes, you know, I put my glasses on so I can hear, and I also put them on so I can see. So tell everybody, the people that weren't here the last time you were here, tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do and all that good stuff. And then we're going to get into the, into the meat of this thing. Hey, everybody. So again, I'm Maya Avery. Don't forget to follow me on Motivational Force. That's on Instagram. And my name, Maya Avery on Facebook. I am a certified transform, transformation coach. Um, and I'm a jack of all trades entrepreneur. So if you need me to style you. I can. If you need me to create, write, and produce a show for you, I can. If you need me to film the show for you, I can. If you need me to help your kid how to be a kidpreneur, I can do that too. (laughs) (laughs) You really meant that when you said that, huh? I meant it. I really did. I really did. So so, so tonight, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do something a little different. Um, there's this clip that's been going around. It's been getting kind of viral. It's a show, and I want to give them credit before we... We're going to play a clip for the first time on the show. We're going to play a clip so you guys can... The people that are, are viewing it visually, you can see it. And if you're on the audio, the um, the audio is, is pretty good, so you can actually hear the dialogue. This will not be me and Maya talking if you're on the audio. We're going to play a clip. It's going to probably go around three or four minutes, but it's very good context for what we're going to talk about. The show that the clip is from is called, I think it's The Ellis's, and it's DeVale and Kadeen Ellis, I believe it's the husband and wife team, and they've been married for, I believe, 10 years. So I'm going to play a little clip. You guys are going to see why some people are a little edgy about this um, topic, but I want to play it so that you guys can get the context, and then we're just going to go in. So stay tuned. Here it comes. Hold on one second. So go ahead. The floor is yours. Okay. Oh, I thank you. I thank you. Well, first of all, um, I was watching the way that they were communicating with one another, and she immediately, to me, got offended by his question. And I think that that happens often with um, with couples, men and or men and women. We we're listening 
to respond instead of hearing to say, oh, you know what? That's a legitimate question. I don't honestly think that he pushed monogamy on her or she pushed monogamy on him, vice versa. But I believe that what he was asking was, hey, would you give me an ultimatum, ultimatum, because that's what it sounds like, then I'm going to do what's right by you. And then for her, she's saying, hey, I have a standard. This is what I want. This is my requirement. Are you willing to sacrifice those things for me? And when he made, of course, he must have said yes, because they've been married for 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. But so that part, so this, the, sec, the next part of that was when she talked, he said that made the comment about sex. He's like, hey, if it's a chore for you, and if you don't feel like doing this all day, if I want it or whenever I want, I want it, because I'm going to make an assumption here that men are very sexual uh, creatures, <laughs> more sexual than us as women or what have you, um, then why push it on me? So some things that I know that I feel like went unexplained, and I'm sure they do this in their relationship, but went unexplained, or maybe not considered. And I want your feedback as well. Mm-hmm. So did he consider, I don't know if they have children, but in an everyday relationship, did he consider like, you know, her working, um, mm-hmm. her raising children, her active involvement outside of being home, um, our bodies are made di- are made different. The things that we have to endure and bear, whether it's our psycho headache, et cetera, those are things that you have to take under consideration. So it's not pushing monogamy on you. It's are you going to be with me, and are you going to understand that if I don't feel like it every day, is it okay? And I, that's I think that should have been the question she should have replied with. Is it is it okay? Is it okay? So for my significant other, because you know I like to get personal. Mm-hmm. Um, my requirement was, hey, I want to meet your every need. I don't want to deny you of sex, but I don't want to be over, so overwhelmed and tired from having sex where I can't do anything else because that'll cause more lack in our relationship and in me. Is that mm-hmm. fair? And we had to have that conversation. And it's a real conversation to me. And he said, you know, it was like, well, I don't know. And I respect his, I don't know. Not that he's just jumping around like a rabbit child. I do not, because he ain't. But anyway, um, <laughs> because he's not, I'm sorry. Y'all know I'm from Mississippi. I get country every now and again. But um, not that he's doing that. But that was just something, a part of our, um, you know, those 200 questions that I told you guys before that I asked. That was one of my 200 questions. You know, how important is sex to you? How often, what's your requirement level? And if I don't give it to you, what if I get sick or, or something? Are you going to seek it from somewhere else? Or is this something we can openly discuss? Yeah, so I'm a so I'm a, I'm gonna make my my comment and in this particular clip, right? I watched the majority of even after, you know, I would say maybe like 10 to 15 minutes of the show. I don't know how long the show is, but I, I watched and heard her side, I heard his side, and mm-hmm. I went and everybody's talking about this this clip on different shows, mm-hmm. and I went on different shows just to see how other people would react to it, and mm-hmm. the majority of the shows that were hosted by men, they was riding mm-hmm. for him strong, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they was just like, she ain't answering the question. She's stupid. She's supposed to give him what he won if he there for her and all that, right? But then the grown up Derek 
I started looking at it like my perspective didn't necessarily side 100% with either side, but this is what I do know. Um, people change. Our bodies change. 10 years later, it may look a little bit different. They, I think they like 35, 36. They got married when they was 25, whatever. Yeah. You ain't the mm-hmm. same person. Your body might mm-hmm. be a little different. She said that, you know, I, got, I had your kids. I'm working all the time. Mm-hmm. I may not feel like going at it five times a day like we did when we was 25. Mm-hmm. And I believe what I heard in his argument was, if I want it five times a day and you want monogamy from me, and my requirement is five times a day, even if it's 20 years later, I need it five times a day or else it's a breach of contract. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was kind of like little boy logic to me, right? Because to me, uh-huh. because people change. Like if I'm your husband and I have like, I don't know, diabetes or something, and my libido ain't the same. Now you divorcing me? Yep. Right. No, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, and I know my opinion isn't the popular one, uh, I guess, even among dudes, but I'm like, if I'm married to you for 15, 20 years, I'm out because we not the same way we was when we was 25? Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yes, I, I really. I, I just, I couldn't do, I couldn't ride with that because, yeah, we could say sex is a super important part of the relationship. But life happens, especially now when you got people on team no sleep and I'm grinding and I got I got to have multiple streams and I got seven companies and I'm doing all this. Then you got to go home and be a porno star for six hours and then you got to wake up again. And if you don't do that, then I got to go. I got to go be with somebody else. Peace, because you're not fulfilling my needs no more. But I want you to keep doing that, though. That money. Look, I like the money coming in. We got we've been going on vacation every other month. Let's keep doing that. And I'm going to need you to cook my food. I'm gonna need you. To, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm working, so I'm gonna Watch need you to house. raise the kids and and do the five businesses, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna still need you to not just have sex, but I need it to be like some stripper porno fantasy stuff, or else mm-hmm. I'm not interested no more. I just don't. I, right. uh, that just make my skin crawl. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and when I was listening I think- to all the shows, everybody was like, "What's wrong with her?" She's supposed to do everything he... And I was like, really? It's, it's, it's not real. It's, it's not real. It's not... <laughs> um, so it's, it's not real. When, when you enter into a marriage, a marriage is a personal commitment, right? You have to... You're accountable for holding each other up. It's not one-sided. So at 25, what I did at 25, I was there and showed, no, I can't do it 44. I'm tired, my back hurt, my legs hurt, I got a headache, my arms, my shoulders, all of that. It's aching, I'm getting old. But if marriages were only made up of just sex and, and the surface of love, then it's not the true commitment of the foundation of the Trinity of what, you know, the, the three people, I mean, excuse me, the two people have come together and committed to. So I, I mean, I think we're on the same accord. I, I agree with that. I think that, um, I remember, you know, I read this, this book, right? This good book. And it says that when I was a child, I did childish things, but once I became adult, I put away my childish ways. So that whole mentality of 
we have to get it in as many times as I want to because you're requiring me to be faithful and committed to you. To me, it sounds like that's a character flaw. You're saying, hey, I can't do that. I can't do that because you want me to or whatever. I can't be committed to you. I can't be loyal to you. I can't give you 100% of me because you can't have sex with me five times. As if two or three times is not enough, you know? (laughs) Right. Because I'll be honest with you, right? It's a lot of days where I come home and you know how you take, you take them naps and you think it's a nap and then you wake up and it's five hours later. It, right. I, I can only imagine if Alicia was like, um, that nap you took cause you passed out from working 12 hours. I'm gonna need you to get up, breach a contract, dude. Go ahead. I'm gonna just right. need you to go ahead and do that. That, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ain't, that's not, that it's not realistic. And, and I think, to kind of segue into, um, let me let me get a couple comments here, um, okay. from the from earlier, so we don't so we can kind of keep up. Um, okay. Christina Simmons says, "Yes, yeah, she was definitely offended." Michelle Ford says, "He actually had a valid question, and she didn't want to admit it." Um, yeah. and then I I have another point I want to make too from listening to the thing. Um, Hermia Johnson says, "Yes, she got offended. As a wife, I would have been as well." Um, he definitely had a valid point. However, I still would have been offended. Um, mm-hmm. Rosebud Christina says sex versus intimacy. That's mm-hmm. a that's a huge point, and we could possibly mm-hmm. come back to that because that's that's huge too. Because um, some people think it's that's exactly the same thing. Um, right. Christ- mm-hmm. Christina Simmons says that's why you married to change together. Um, Spin mm-hmm. City says that was a controlling statement from Devale. Um, and then all the new people coming in. Hey, hey, y'all. Um, Natasha Davenport said it's not so glad my hubby isn't that way. So there was a there was a point in the video, if I recall correctly, where mm-hmm. I think he he was saying something about I guess, and maybe this will segue into something else we just going to talk about. Like his his okay. communication was. You know, should I be able to go out and just get it from somewhere else if you breach the contract, basically, because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it should be basically mm-hmm. well within my right to go get some because you you not because you're complaining about I think it was him him complaining that she was complaining that he was kind of all over her all the time. And mm-hmm. I'm a man and I know I know how it feels to be beat down when you when you home and even when the other partner's like, oh, come on. And you like Man, just give me a minute. Like, mm-hmm. it's human. It's like our bodies can only take so much, right? Yeah. And I know that there's some people out here that's like 90 and they still going at it every day. But in, in, in real life, I'm just saying it could happen because you know what's going to happen in the comments. So somebody going to come later on and they're going to be like, well, I'm 65 and I still do it five times a day. So I don't see the problem. I already know those people out there. We're not talking about y'all. So. Cause that, cause they out there, they out there. You never know. They, they out there. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so this whole concept of getting a hall pass, right. Or open marriage or whatever you want to call it. When the other partner isn't in the mood, like, is that even a thing? No. Is that a real <laughs> question? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> They, that's what he was saying on the thing. I'm just saying. He, he, he. Yeah, he did say that. He did say that. Let me flip this a little bit. So, you know, I listen to podcasts and, you know, reading a few books or whatever. And because um, I'm still, well, I just finished writing. And my book is uh, 
just want to put this plug this in real quick. It's called Ben Delilah. And Delilah is at the publishing house right now getting polished up. So you guys be, be prepared to purchase her. Yeah. She's gonna she's gonna tell a whole bunch of a whole bunch of a whole bunch of everything. But anyway, that perplexed me simply because is it okay for us to do it to y'all? Because I saw this meme and it said a man can cheat on a woman 82 times and she'll forgive him, mm-hmm. right? Because, she, you know, we, we love hard. We want that man. But if that same woman cheated on him one time, it'll be, and this is what the meme said. I didn't say it. And I, well, you know, yeah. It'll be as if the man has caught COVID and he's on a respirator. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The double standard of life. That's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's like our whole soul is, is gone. And, and, but, and but why? I don't know. Call it male ego, call it whatever, but it, it's, 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 it's something that I don't even know where the training for that starts as a man, but it's built in us somehow. <laughs> Maybe it's I, something that subconsciously we all just feel, but we all, we all feel like that. Most of us do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've I've met in my short life one guy that said that he would allow and or accept his significant other if she stepped out once because he thinks that cheating is a way of life. Mm. Um, and because we lack in so many areas and the transitioning of us changing and evolving um, as men and women, if she if she messed up and he found out about it, maybe you know once. He'll forgive her, but if it becomes a stake, or habit- if she does it habitually, he wouldn't be able to, right? So I, my question to him was, well, how many times have you have you stepped out? I I need to know that, and that, and how many, and how many times she aware of? He said during the dating the dating phase, it was continuous. It was like a cycle. It was like women just threw themselves at him, one night stands, etc. But once they got married, um. It was every now and again, you know, he may take a trip, you know, and sleep with somebody or go out of town or anything or the wife take a trip. But she's found out maybe about maybe two or three of those escapades. And I, so my next question was, so is it your guilt allowing, making allowance, allowances for this behavior? You know, you know what you've done to her in the past. You know what you've done currently. I mean, he, he old, he's tired now. He's older. I think, um, I'm not going to say his name. He's like right at 62. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said he's tired now. You know, so I asked him, was it his guilt? And then I also asked him, is it because you're tired? But if it presented itself, opportunity presented itself for you to do it now, would you still do it? So his answer was no, that he wouldn't continue with it because he um, has so much respect for her. I don't know why it took him 27 years to gain the respect, but that's what he said. And um, as, far, as far as the, the question about um, is it his guilt? And he said he know that part of it is his guilt. And he, and he feels like as sometimes, you know, during certain moments in their relationship that he owed her more than what he gave. All right. So, so let me go, I'm going to make a quick comment because my brain is like, huh? First of all, right. there's very few men that's going to say, go ahead and get you one. You, you owe me that. And we still going to just be together and we going to chill. Male ego mm-hmm. alarm going off, right? I don't even know how that computes. No, he didn't tell her that. He told oh. me that if it happened. 
Yeah, he never. He's never mentioned if, it to his if wife. If it happens, what? Yeah. What did he say? If he it happens, said, what? He said, if it was to happen, if his wife was to step out and he found out about it once, it would be permissible. It would be nah, permissible. nope, nope, never know. That don't happen. First of all, and it, and and, and, and you know this. He, if he found out that it happened one time, and he like, you know what? You 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 you, I owe you that one. Go ahead and get that in. And then still live mm-hmm. in the same house as a man with a male ego. That I haven't seen it. It could happen in nature. Maybe there's some unicorns out here. I haven't seen that happen. That's number one. Number two, even if I had the audacity to, even if I was just wrong for years and then you did it one time and I was like, oh my God, even if I was cool with that. Mm-hmm. The only reason that I would be cool with that is if I'm attached but checked out. Um, mm-hmm. Get it? So I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're doing that, it's not even really going. You, uh, you owe, I owe you 300. You got one. You, it, we going to still live together and I'm going to look at you. Men don't operate that way. Mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. not the, not so the. You're not, saying that he's invested because of the investment. He he's making allowances for, but mentally he's not there, or emotionally he's not there. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, think about it. He's a multiple cheater, many times over. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a part of him that's already mm-hmm. detached. So mm-hmm. think about it like this: If I am still out here running around. The fact that you had sex with another man, that just may mean I might not sleep with you. I'm still good, though, because I'm out here. Mm-hmm. But I still, I still need you to help me raise the grandkids, and, and we got bills together, and the house is nice. So we might as well go ahead and ride it out. But Because there's no, there was never any recourse for him doing what he did. She's still there. Right. Yeah. So he good. He never said if she do it, I'll just go ahead and let her have it. He didn't say I'm just going to I'm stopping too. He didn't say that. Mm-hmm. So he he's good. He's super good because he gets to be out there. She going to get her one or two. They got all the they, they can go be power couple in the street. And, and, and mm-hmm. he good because he when he gets pissed off, let me tell you how we work. You He going to get pissed off about it, it, it on, on the side. And guess what he going to do? He going to take his anger out somewhere else. He going to get it in. And then he going to come home and be like, hey, baby. I know you got that one. We good, though. I, I believe that. I believe that um, it's a possibility. But I also believe that at some point, um, the Mr. Man, the third leg, the Mr. Man downstairs, possibly stopped performing to his full Yeah, that's capacity. true, too. Very true. And I'm trying not to tell this man. He's a, because I'm like, Lord, I hope he's not listening. Call him Billy. But anyway. <laughs> I like using that name on this show. I know you do. <laughs> so Mr. Billy, Mr. Billy there, that, that came up, but he never wanted to identify whether that was an issue or a problem. So I didn't press it. So this is just assumptions going on here. I think because of that issue alone, 
that's another reason why he's making allowances. Because when you spread yourself thin in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and you're still cheating when you're 55 years old and you've been with this woman for forever, you know, since you were 25 or 23, 24. Um, and then it just stopped working. And she's 62. He's, uh, no, he's 62. No, she's 57. And so she's at a sexual peak and a sexual high now. I honestly feel like um, besides the, the, the ego and the pride or whatever, he had to evaluate his performance level. Mm-hmm. And he, know, he knew, he, wasn't, he was aware that he wasn't performing to his fullest capabilities. And in his mind, he's like, where is all this freakiness coming from? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, because she's getting it in somewhere, somewhere else, baby. She got a 35-year-old. But of course, I can't. Yeah, say it I just quiet. uh, uh, mm, we gonna get off because we got some other mm-hmm. things to talk about. But okay, I'm sorry. Let's say even if that thing wasn't working, right? Uh huh. I'll be damned. We gonna have to get like some kind of a mechanical doll or something. But ain't no way. Ain't no way. No. Yeah. No. 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 There's no passes. There's no go ahead and get you your get your groove back. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Okay. Maybe that's man logic, but I don't I don't see where there's any point if I'm 62 and you 57 and you like, well, your thing don't work, so I'm going to go ahead and sleep out here and, and it needs to be approved. I can't. Nah, I, can, I want to know why? what the audience have to say. What's your opinion? Let, let me see. But while let, they're, while they're bringing in their comments, let me say this. You remember like two or three years ago where the couple was married and the woman, I think she was dying and she also had, um, what did she have? She had um, dementia and Alzheimer's, and he had a girlfriend that came in to live with them. Oh, yeah. And she gave permission. You remember this that? This was, um, oh, my gosh. What was it? it oh, I can't think of her name. But it She's was in a, New Jersey somewhere. I don't remember where it was. I know I who you're talking about. I can't think of her name. She's an author or a son. I can't. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember her name exactly. Toni Morrison, so, maybe? To, I don't know. No, it wasn't Toni Morrison. It wasn't Tony Morrison. This was a couple. It was B. A Smith. B. Couple. Smith. B. Smith. Okay. okay. B. Smith. Everybody and saying I, it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So it's like fifty she, people saying. <laughs> if she agreed, did she agree to that behavior of her husband? I think was so. The same, were they on the Were they on the same accord? I okay, think they so were. She, I think she agreed. I think so, she. But you mean to tell me that we can't flip that coin? I didn't. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna have to let y'all ride with that. Alicia, if you want here, hell no. Hell, hell, hell no. I don't give a damn so, if I'm 98. Okay, 98. I don't. Ain't nothing working. <laughs> and the Spin City said, "Hell no." So you want the woman to suffer? I just see some. I just see some products out there that look pretty magical to me. Like they, some women out there getting it in with these little toys. We gonna have to go ahead and go shopping, cause nah, nah, no, 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 no. Anyway, we getting that. We getting maybe that. Maybe that's a Derek thing. But I, I just, uh, uh-uh. Ronnie Smith. Ronnie Smith on here said he agreed with me. Asking questions. See, there's another man on here. He said he agreed with me. So I'm good now. I feel better now. I feel better. Y'all, if anybody I mean, on here is married or have a long-term relationship and you and your man, you know, some health thing happens and his thing don't function, if you feel like he should and should be obligated to let you go get you a younger man 
so that you can get it in and come home after every time, more power to you. Have fun with that. But see, us as women, you would, y'all would know. Because, you know, we, we're sneaky. I give a, we're talking about we consent. Get away with it. We're talking about consent. Oh, oh not non-consensual. Oh, okay. We're okay, talking okay. about consent. <laughs> I know my stuff don't work. So I'm going to go ahead and let you do that so that you can be satisfied because I don't want you to not be satisfied. I'm giving you consent. I need to find who that dude is. Well, you know what? If that was to happen to me, I would give my significant other consent. He has my permission. Oh, they said, they said, hold on, hold on, hold on. They said B. Smith said she couldn't remember. She didn't know anything. So. It was kind of uh, like yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, because so, so she had yeah dementia and um. Yeah, okay, had, so I need you to repeat that one more time. We're gonna put this on tape. What, what did you just say? Me? Yeah, you just said something. You you made a declaration just now. <laughs> I I'm don't know what you, I said. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to retract that today. We're gonna strike that from the record, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so so let's go down some of these bullet points because we're gonna be here for three hours. So I'll look, let me go through some of these comments because they roll it. Hold on. Woo. How can I wait? I'm just going to start at a point because Jesus, I, lo- I love y'all, though. Y'all are typing like I'm <laughs> wait. So Spin City says I've seen it one time. Husband had an accident and could no longer have sex. His wife had a side piece. Husband said it was selfish for him to request her to not have sex. So his only request for was for her to stop going to hotels being seen and rather she had sex at the house. And he would leave. Hell no. Hell. Well, I just think that's a tad bit disrespectful. No, that is very disrespectful. Hell no. Hell that's a no. no. Hell no. That's a no spin city. I think you made that up. What is that? Send it to me. I want to see. I, I want to read you it. You know what? <laughs> and I got it. Oh, he said, he, he said, come to the house and do it. And he going to leave. Nah. That part. Nah. So nah. you want to come to a pl- to my dwelling where I'm taking care of this place where I pay all the bills, so you can openly disrespect me in our room and in the bed that we have to sleep in, possibly versus a guest bedroom. No, that's a no. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna do a couple of these and then we gonna get into something else. <laughs> okay. I just uh, uh I don't know, but anyway, Christina says <laughs> plenty of options with toys coming from a big sexual woman. There's no excuses. Um, Deidre Windsor says some people didn't have a problem with the situation. The bigger the problem was publicizing it, especially when she was still living. So, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree, Nat- Natasha Davenport, um, she's married. She says, I'm here for better or for worse. Um, mm-hmm. Christina Simmons says, because women act, act like, act like as they age, their kitty doesn't change. Then she put the little splash emoji. Um, (laughs) Robin Day says, strike that comment, Maya. (laughs) I don't remember. I said I didn't remember. Um, So, wow, like, where do we go from here? Um, All right. Because, you know, guys, I I actually have bullet points tonight, right? So, because Maya gave me a couple things and we ain't even got through a fourth of them yet. So, <laughs> I'm just going to randomly pick some now. I'm not even going to go in order. So, okay. so the narrative from the clip um, mm-hmm. and also from discussions that I've heard that were kind of tangential to, to this particular mm-hmm. clip was that women 
force monogamy on men. And then once they get into the monogamy or the marriage in this case, then they switch it up and then it becomes Mm -hmm. something that's a little less than what was advertised. So the Mm -hmm. question is, do women change after marriage? Your take on it. Oh, that was easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. We do change. Because again, like I said before, let me put this disclaimer out here. I'm, I'm just playing in the middle, like my morals, my standards and values truly are commitment. And um, like, was it Christina who said, to death do us part, for better or worse? Like, I truly believe in that. Mm -hmm. Natasha, again, my personal, um, if it was something that was about to happen to me or um, if I was bedridden or something happened like that, it would be okay. Like, hey, thank you for being here, staying by my side or what have you. Um, The good book that I read, it says that sexual immorality and adultery and fornication is nothing new on the sun. So it'll be amongst us, right? And I know it says keep the bedroom should, should be clean and pure between husband and wife. But I'm open to that if I was bedridden and could not perform for my ex or my husband, excuse me, to that. But I'm going to get back to your question. So I'm going to put that disclaimer right there. So wait, pause, 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 pause. Mm-hmm. I need to interject. So here's my thing about the whole Mm -hmm. bedridden thing and all of that, right? I forgot the question. It's okay. Mm -hmm. We we gonna we gonna I got you. Okay. Uh I'm bedridden. I say, Mm -hmm. you know what? I can't do anything. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go do your thing. Mm -hmm. I stand firm on the fact that most of us are incapable of going out and having a sexual or any other kind of relationship devoid of emotion mm-hmm. at all, right? Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. some type of way as a human being, you have, mm-hmm. if I have sex with you 200 times in a row, I might tend to get a little attached because I'm there 200 times, mm-hmm. whether it's right. mentally, whatever, right? Once you start making that emotional connective tissue, then it goes beyond just being an act. And I'm giving you a permission to not just lend your body, but your emotions. And in in a lot of cases, if you're spending that much time with somebody, your heart going to start to to meld in. It's going to all just kind of meld together. Then I'm then I just become maintenance. I'm going to go ahead and see how he doing it. Then I'm out. I agree. Nah, I'm not disagreeing with you. I totally disagree disagree with you. You know, what? I mean, I totally agree with you. Okay, I, totally I was about to say because we about to fight. I'm I don't, <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. But um, for me, when I'm looking at it, like, if there, which we probably won't get to this other point. So the emotional act in from women, especially, and the physical act from men, when two becomes one, something is created. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that if. For instance, if my husband is bedridden, that I wouldn't take care of him and take care of the, necess- the necessities of what he needs, you know, whatever that may be, from to whatever extreme. But it's something because of human nature that are somebody that I want to connect to, you know. And if that, if we have an agreement and say, hey, you know what, when I'm 52, something happens to me and I'm just bedridden or whatever. Um, I grant you permission. However, we can't get a divorce. You can't ever leave me. You got to take care of me for the rest of our lives. Right? 
And, and that's an agreement that we would have. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. It's just for me personally, that's just what I would feel because I feel like he needs sexual satisfaction because I may live the next 20 years. Um, he needs emotional um, uplifting. I can't provide him with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so the things that he needs as a human being, I can't make those provisions for him. So why be selfish and say, hey, let me take that away from you. You just take care of me and you suffer also. That's so then, so then do you, so then you just dissolve the relationship though? Or do you just stay together and be like, well, so, we're still together? So if you dissolve the relationship and I'm bedridden, so you send me to a home? If you say, I'm deta- I, am, I am here for detaching all of those things that make us a couple, and I'm just here mm-hmm. to take care of you, I'll go ahead and put some in your cash app. But we ain't, like... On the cash app. I don't... <laughs> no take the emotions out take the sex out all the connectivity you go do that but just make sure you come here and let me eat you know feed me my jello nah Mm -hmm, go ahead and mm -hmm. go go do go do it for real for real i don't think that the love would be gone Derek. i think that the the person the people been together for over this is hypothetical y'all over together for over 20 years you know you just don't stop loving anybody you can fall out of love but you don't just stop loving somebody after 20 years. And if you're, if you're truly into it, you know, personality and character. It's in my, personality is one thing, but it's in my character to say, hey, I want to fulfill the commitment to, you know, to death do us, do us part. However, I have needs also. And I want those needs to be met. And my needs, the needs may be sexual. He may not even say, hey, I'm going to sleep with the same person 200 times. It may be every three months or every two, two or three times a year. Because my obligation is with you. I feel compelled and I'm obligated to the commitment of him. I want you. I enter into this relationship with you. This was something that we created. This is a deal for us. It's personal. And like, I think it was Christina has, was it Christina who said, I just won't publicize it. And whatever he does, you know, whatever we agree to, that's our private agreement. Now, what he's doing in the public and he allow other people to see, then that's something else we would have to handle at that time. But I would not obligate my partner, my spouse, if I was bedridden, to not have sex for the rest of his life at 50 years old or 52 because we're married. I would. All right. So we're going to get to some comments because I'm, I'm going to have to zip my okay. lips in a minute. Um, I like how we're disagreeing. I like that. Politely, though. <laughs> um, politely and respectfully. Yep. Mm-hmm. Natasha said, "If bedridden, it's okay, but I understand that's your that's your point point of view." Mm-hmm. Rosebud Christina says, "Nope, women drive monogam- monogamy when there is sex and intimacy. The absence of the two changes that dynamic. Mm-hmm. We want good sex too." Um, mm-hmm. Christina says, "I can definitely agree with that." Ronnie Johnson says, "Both women and men change. However, women tend to be a bit more lazy in the realm of sex." <laughs> they about to come for you, my brother. Um, finding that balance is the key in prioritizing the needs or wants of each other. Most men talk a lot of nonsense as if their libido doesn't decrease. However, what we did in our 30s, both men and women can't do the same in their late 40s. Um, so, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and let y'all comment. Um. My last comment on that. We're going to move on because we can't be on here all night. Okay. They, they about them comments about to start rolling now, Ronnie. I, I don't know, dude. Well, we I can't. Well, we can't be on here all night. 
Um, Money, you wrong for that, but go ahead. <laughs> Because, <laughs> see, what Ronnie don't realize is most of these women on here are, are of a certain age and they stuff is through the roof. So they about to come for you, brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave my brother alone. That's my brother. Oh, y'all. oh that's your brother? <laughs> no, he's not my real brother. I'm just okay, playing. either way, hey, <laughs> they, about to, they, about to, they about to come for you. So, anyway. Um, okay. so let's get through a couple of these because we, I mean, we started late, so we got some t- we got a little bit of time. We got some time. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's look at one of these other bullet points. Um, broken trust that's mm-hmm. your bullet point, so I'm gonna let you start. Okay, so, um You the Jeopardy. So when you break, I know. So I just want to make sure that I say what's in my heart and not what's just written down, you know, or whatever, or that makes book sense. And I'll start by this by saying this. Typically, men um, break their trust in the relationship before women. Here we out. And so for me, that's, that's where the act of forgive, forgiveness comes in. And we have to make a choice and a commitment to say, hey, I forgive you. And so how many times do we forgive a person? Now, the, the book that I read, it says 70 times seven. So we forgive over and over and over again. And I was like, look, man, I didn't go to the cross for them. I don't have to do that. I don't want to. So that's, that's something you have to do. But what I found was, in, and I'm giving scenarios from my, cli- from my clients, male and female's perspective. When a man breaks a woman's trust, trust, he automatically assumes that after day three or four, she's over it. And then day five or six, she's good, we're in a good space, and she's dealing with it. So why can't we go back to how we were last month or the week before you found out that I did whatever I did? Um, and that's just not how it works. And ladies, I want you guys to help me out. Give me your perspective, okay? All right? And so when you break, when you break my tr- trust, you have to earn. You have to earn, earn, earn those kudos back. And what I found from some of my male clients was they do not, and they refuse to, like, they feel like, oh, I don't want to kiss her butt because I did something wrong. When she made the de- decision to stay and to forgive me, then it should be that. I did it and it's over with. We can't change the past. We can't change what happened, and that's it. So that's my question to you. Why do men reply with that and then expect expedient forgiveness? And to go back to how it was the day before she found out he did what he did. Damn. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the, the work that needs to be done in on. order to get it. Oh, I, I, I'm trying to go. The work that needs to be done to to completely like work on the path of healing. Mm-hmm. A lot of men don't want to have to deal with that part of it, right? I agree. If mm-hmm. you if if you forgive me and we go back to normal, mm-hmm. I might change. I might not change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Going through the work of it means 
we may not be in the same bedroom every night. That mm-hmm. might mean, you know, and we don't want to think that we have that much of a loss of control, even in being wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. Double standard. And okay. we want you to get over it. We want you to move on. Not for you, for us. It's selfish. Right. Mm-hmm. I want you to get over it so I can go, go back to, to, to feeling the normal way that I'm supposed to feel. It's very selfish in nature. Um, mm-hmm. We want you to forgive us on day one, and we don't want you to ever bring it back up again. Erase those feelings mm-hmm. tonight. Right. And if you bring it back up again, then I'm going to be mad. Isn't that mm-hmm. crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed works, off though. that you still hurt. <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm mad because I did something to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but we don't we don't. It, you got to kind of grow up a little bit, right? You got to think mm-hmm. the pain is still there, mm-hmm. even if everything feel like it's okay. You might hit another roadblock and you might hit it again. Guess mm-hmm. what? So <laughs> we gonna yeah. hate it. We don't want to hear it ever again because we feel like if we say the words, I will never do it again, it's enough. You have to Mm -hmm. follow it up with consistency and action. But there's a lot of women out here that, and men, because it Mm -hmm. happens on both sides of the fence, that that will want the relationship to continue to look and be happy, that they'll say that that, that it's cool, but underneath, it's like it's stewing and brewing and bubbling and you going it's going to come back some way, shape or form. That's just how, how humans work. We don't forget mm-hmm. that pain, especially when mm-hmm. somebody's not doing anything to fix it. They just going back to no, I'm going to work doing this. Boom. I'm not working to help rebuild the trust. Mm-hmm. Then you in for, you in for, you know, at that point, you better not do anything that remotely feels like a, uh, a, a, little smidgen because it's coming back and human beings don't correct themselves that fast we don't we don't i agree with that um because for us for women anything like you just said that reminds us of the behavior because we pay attention to behavior patterns and we also pay attention to character and i think that what most people forget or maybe they're not aware of and enter into a relationship it's a difference between your character and your personality like, I think I have a, a great character. I think I have a great personality, but I have a flawed character. So what I introduced to, you know, when I was dating or what have you, to guys is say, hey, let me, let me tell you about my flaws first. Because um, sometimes I can be unforgiving. If you hurt me, if you, you, if you hurt me, it could be the simplest thing it may re- be remind, that may remind me of the hurt. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how do I work through forgiving you? Because I think that when the trust is broken, like you said, uh, forgiveness has to take place. And then it has to be consistency in the pattern of behavior of I won't do it again or I'm truly apologetic, which that means that the man and or the woman has to take full ownership um, of, uh, of not need, you know, of not needing to, to, to write or, or no, need to take full ownership of writing their wrong. Um, they have to fix it. And then when you're, acting in forgiveness and or your trust has been broken as the ego would make itself in most situations, um, you have to give your power away, right? So I'm giving my power to you 
um, my significant other and or he's giving it to me to say, hey, I, I totally forgive you or but this is what's going to have to take place. I need for I need to have full access to your phone. I need to have full access to your laptop. Um, we're going to get this life 360 on our phones. I need to know where you are. Um, I need to need to be able to ask you at any given moment, any question that I want. And you happily answer me. Uh, the attitude that you have that's attached to this situation based on the behavior that you display, I need you to put that to the side. And so if he, if this, this is just me now, that's not everybody. So if I can go through those lists of things and you can do that consistency, let's say after six months, now they're operating in forgiveness. Now I'm operating on recreating and rebuilding that trust for you. And we're starting all over again. And then he messes up three months later with the same thing. And it doesn't have to be cheating. It could be um, financially where he just blew all the money on in, um, something that he's been saying he wanted. He said he wasn't going to do it. And they only had $10,000 in the bank and he blew all of that. So she's lost her job. He works full time. They don't have any, a, a, a nest egg or, or, you know, financially. So what happens at that point? So does she leave? Because we, we will leave somebody if they cheated on us. You know, we, we'll say no, 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 no to that. But what about financial financial stability? Do we do we leave then? Because he's broken the trust again, and he said, "Hey, I know I said I wasn't gonna do it, but I did it again." So what happens at that point? So so here's the thing. This is something that I had to learn later in life, right? We mm-hmm. when we do these things, and I always have to say male or female, when we do these things that tarnish the relationship, trust is broken. We promise we're going to do better, no matter if it's finance, whatever, financial or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Then we start on a course of action to try to help make things better. This is what I had to learn. What we do to make it better, we're doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Catch what I'm about to say. Yeah, but if we haven't identified why, we did it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. still there. Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm. say do us do this thing for me, three four months, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do that so that you shut up. Mm-hmm. But what's broken in me that made me do the thing? It's still there. What if I have a gambling right. problem? What if I, mm-hmm. you know, I cheated fifteen times, and mm-hmm. you say, well, this sixteenth mm-hmm. time, I'm gonna yeah. divorce you. Oh, she going to divorce me. Okay, let me do. But I still haven't. Why did I do it? Why did I do it? And that's the thing Mm -hmm. that we don't see people do is is sometimes you may have to go to counseling or something to try to figure out like, because most of the time, these people was doing it in relationships before yours. Right. And Mm -hmm. and, and it's something that's, it's something that you got to, that doesn't mean that it's an indictment on the rest of your relationship in your life. Things could be, a lot of times could be, could be fixed, but you gotta, you gotta get to the core of the why. So let's say in a little play play world, let's say the why is we have horrible communication. And so I went out and I was talking to a bunch of people cause I just needed to, to be able to talk to somebody. You gotta be able to say, I have a communication problem. We need to fix that. And then right. we can start working on building the trust back. But until we identify right. that thing, I'm still the broken person. 
Mm-hmm. So, so let's pause for, pause for one second. Let me, these comments, people ain't typing two sentences no more. Let me go ahead and get this in. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start with, uh, with Michelle Ford. She says, this is what I stated in my earlier comment. A lot of time women, a lot of time for women, they break in the trust leads to the decrease of sex, not just us not mm-hmm. wanting to. And that's a valid, very valid point. Um, point. Mm-hmm. I have always had a healthy drive, but loss of trust definitely played a part in my body not responding to or wanting sex. So here, mm-hmm. so let's earmark that for like two seconds. And this is what I always try to tell people when they're like, um, we're not, you know, I don't know whether my mate is, is, you know, attracted like he was five years ago or, or why aren't we doing it as much? And, and, and what I always try to tell people is, there was a moment in time where your relationship didn't have stains and bumps and bruises. And mm-hmm. you go from that stage to, when are you going to take the damn trash out? So now when mm-hmm. you come in, in the room with the nightgown on or the, or the lingerie, all I'm hearing in my head is, when are you going to take the damn trash out? And then... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> and people don't realize that that that, that, that plays a part the communication yeah. <laughs> the communication and how we are with each other plays a point in how attracted we are and over time mm-hmm. you've been doing that for five years guess what mm-hmm. the only thing that I see is an argument right. I don't mm-hmm. see the beautiful woman that I met you might be cute but damn it. And this is and this goes back to guys, if you go back to the last <laughs> podcast about men's emotions, mm-hmm. we don't let it off and let you know that the 50 arguments ago I was hurt. <laughs> and I'm carrying that to all the subsequent ones. And guess mm-hmm. what? Now I don't want it because I don't even look at you the same way no more. Right. And I that's mean, on me because uh, I didn't communicate it to you. But now mm-hmm. I only see something that's t- it's not peaceful. It's not. Why the hell would I want to sleep with somebody that's making me feel like crap? But but remember, he can't he can't sleep with anybody else. So you have to uh, sleep with him. Oh, there you go. Him, right? See, you just threw that you threw that in, right? <laughs> he can't sleep with anybody else. But I I I get what you're saying. So for me, this is what I practice in my relationship. Um. And this is just a little nugget, women. I watch my tone, and when I'm out of line, I'm out of order, and I feel like I'm being, and I know, now that I feel, when I know that I'm being rude and disrespectful, I pull myself back. I apologize for my behavior. I apologize for the, um, the way I made him feel in that moment, and I take ownership of it. And so when we get in instances where, oh, you don't feel like, or he didn't feel like being intimate, I would have an intimate conversation and saying, hey, you know, last week when we had that conversation, I made you feel X, Y, and Z. Then the next conversation, you felt uncomfortable, even though my tone changed. What is it, like you mentioned, what is it that you're bringing until the now? Can we, can we clear that up? I want to, because I, your heart is so important to me and the way you feel about things, things are so important to me. This is just not a Maya relationship. We're unified as, 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 you know, as one. What is it that I can do? And it clears the air and it gives him an opportunity to be vulnerable with me without me beating him down. It gives and him the opportunity to express his emotions. And but you that's know what? Just me. Mm-hmm. 
this conversation that you just illustrated, the majority of people do not have, and it is so damaging to how you grow as a couple if you do not create safe spaces to be able to communicate. It will crush every kind of, you think it's cool? It's really not. If I'm 100 arguments in and I'm still holding on to it on the inside, my behavior going to look real crazy. You just may not. Mm-hmm. Eat. We go to church every Sunday together. We on Instagram smiling and doing all that. Yeah, I mean, on the right. inside, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I can't wait until I go over my boys on Friday. Man, I can't wait until mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm going to say I'm a, I'm, they be at work. I'm going to work late for two hours and they be sitting in Starbucks because they just need that. Right. I don't even want to go home right now. That's where that comes mm-hmm. from. Like, you, <laughs> yeah. and it yeah, becomes a pattern. We're, we're real catty and, and petty. You know, um, I'm sorry about cutting you off. My phone's about to die, but Uh-oh. I want to put make this point really quick. Was that when we choose surface insignificant arguments with men, it's just as if we slap them and or slept with somebody else because we're disrespecting. We're disrespectful. Like you didn't take the trash out. Why aren't you picking your clothes up? How? Why is that so significant? If he don't, if he doesn't pick his socks up off the floor because you're tired and you went to work or whatever, we can put our energy into something way more positive into working together and having effective communication versus those little tedious um, arguments that we have. And then you wonder why, as women, you wonder, why well, why doesn't he like me? You know, we, we have all the, those, those it's the, 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 the word, the, excuse me, the book that I read, it says, it's the small foxes that ruin the vine. And we're creating those small foxes to ruin the vine. And we can't get, we are expecting something. And then we get nothing and we say that he's the issue instead of looking at ourselves to say, I wonder why he's asking, he's responding and reacting that way. What is it that I did to cause him to feel the way that he felt or that he's yeah. feeling? Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Phone about to die. We're going to have to do this again. We are? We're going to have to. We're going to have to. We got to get to point three and four. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah, we're going to have <laughs> to do this stuff. again. So I'm going to read a couple comments and then we're going to get out of here and we're going to do another one. I don't know what part it's going to be. Part 67. I don't know. We're going to work it out. Um, so I'm just going to start random. If I missed your comment, I'm sorry, but it's a lot of them. Um, Christina says you want him to change. You have to make changes as well by having boundary mm-hmm. after he fucks up. <laughs> Robin Day says the pain for the woman is still there even while she is trying to work to forgive the man. Some men are not patient and are committed enough to stand in their, sh- their shit without a negative attitude while the woman works through the process of healing. Yeah, we definitely are impatient as hell when it comes to that. We, don't, we think you should heal in 24 hours and, and just shut the hell up and never say it again. Uh, yeah. and, and you know what? I'm gu- guilty as charged, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get to a place where you know that that has to happen, you got to back off and just let it happen. And you're going to get hit upside the head a couple of times and you're just going to have to take them lumps if you want, if you want to stay, if you want to stay. Um, Natasha Davenport says, was about to say that's when counseling can help. Exactly. Sometimes you need a third party. Most of us don't have the tools to communicate effectively with our partners. We just winging it and, and mm-hmm. taking and taking the pain and the trauma along the way. But we, we winging yeah. the hell out of it. That's why people like Maya mm-hmm. and Derek and a lot of other folks out here we can give you some tools to help you out because um, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. Uh, Deidre Windsor says only an emotionally I- immature person doesn't understand the resulting feelings that come from a loss in trust. 
Um, Christina Simmons says, that's why it's important to know who you are and heal from things that trigger you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Natasha Davenport says that convo makes a big difference. I hate those moments and know how to approach hubby. That's what I've been Mm -hmm. telling women for a long time. You can get whatever the hell you want with tact. (laughs) Cause we ain't that complicated for real. (laughs) For real. (laughs) The delivery means everything. Even when I'm wrong, the deli- the approach means everything. That's the difference but it between mean women that we can't have feelings and emotions. Oh yeah, you can. It mean you that. can. You can. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. You can. Mm-hmm. You but can. I'm just saying yeah. that it matters. Um, mm-hmm. Christina says it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Natasha Davenport says agreed. Hubby told me often in the beginning, choose your battles. Um, Michelle Ford. Great point, Maya. I'll be damned if I'm going to argue over some socks. <laughs> a lot of women do. Oh, yes. A lot of people do, and, and, and it becomes a thing. It, 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 yeah. becomes, it becomes that thing that keeps stacking over argument after argument, and it be, and it, and it be really, over some socks. But it's not really the sock that she's upset No, it's about. not. You're right. What she's it's upset not. about is, is I need help in the house. Can you help me? But we don't know how to have that conversation properly or healthily. Healthy, so we fuss and argue and you know be dis- dismissive and rude and disrespectful. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, like I said, we gotta do this again. <laughs> we gonna yeah. have to come up with some with some real for real for real bullet points because this could go on all night. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Michelle says if you're arguing over small things, you're avoiding bigger issues, right? And so that's what you right. that's what you that's were just that. saying. Mm-hmm. Tight Cole says mm-hmm. touch and go on the job training. It's sad. Yeah. It it's mm-hmm. um it it's sad that we well, I think that we have to come to a point where we're smart enough to to know that we may not know how to fix it. Yeah. Ourselves. Like we may not know we may need to get some help to do it. Um mm-hmm. and so that somebody can stand on the outside and say puzzle piece goes here. Okay, yep, that's exactly because if you sit in and trying to do it yourself, you're putting a puzzle together with emotions and all kind of stuff from five years ago. You trying to figure it out and make it work and put band-aids on it. And then you're going to keep hitting that. You're going to keep hitting that tree over and over and over again. And it just gets worse mm-hmm. over time. And then people's behavior starts to change. And then they're like, you know what? Since you're not sleeping with me, I'm going to go ahead and get my hall pass. Cause, and she'd be like, but you didn't take this. You didn't pick the sock up. So. I, I can't do nothing tonight. Sorry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we go. We gonna shut this off. Can we, we have to do this that, again? Um, that last question, though. Uh huh. About um, if what's the best advice you can give? In oh yeah. Four words. In four words. Right. You wanna go first? I can go. No, I Mine mean, is I, easy. I, I got a couple. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mine is to to Alicia. Don't leave me alone. So, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go and then I'll I'll come up with some creative for, uh, uh, in only okay. four words. I have a couple of them. So my first one is time is expensive currency. I know you guys have heard that before. So if I'm choosing to spend my time with you, prayerfully we're mirroring each other's love, and so let's choose it together. Um, and then of course this is generic as well. Remember why you started in relationship and. Uh, my last one is comparison will steal your joy. And 
And the reason why I said that is because I thought we would be able to elaborate on it is that I have clients or I've had clients where they are comparing their last relationship to their current relationship. So if you're doing that, don't do it. Yeah. Four words. You know who you're talking to? Four words. I can't. Okay. Whoo. Um, four words. Um, use logic over emotion. I agree. Definitely. Words I, words I live by. <laughs> and we are so, emotional beings, women, but we need to be logical and rational. And men are too. But once you get back to the logical of trying to make it, then you, once you mute that, oh, I don't, I don't like the way he left the toilet seat off and I'm just going to go in hot. I, sometimes you got to be like, okay, logically, does it make sense for me to attack him? Let's try to figure this right. out. Or her, or whatever it is, because everybody got things mm-hmm. with them, and then we accept the relationship, even though we know our deal breaker on our list of two hundred question is: Do you leave the toilet seat up? And he left it up every time, and you still there. That's on you. Anyway, um, <laughs> we gonna close out the podcast portion, guys. <laughs> Maya, thank you for coming. We gonna come back. Tell people where yeah, they can find you, you again, thank and if you, you have any parting so- words. Okay, I do. Um, I want my parting words is just on forgiveness. I'm not. I'm sorry. Not forgiveness. I'm mad. Excuse me. I'm, I'm at the. I'm in California, you guys, and they allow me to use their space in this hotel. And people are like, "Hello, we're waiting." So let me hurry up. So I apologize. Derek said I'm not done yet. But anyway, my parting <laughs> words is enter into a marriage or a relationship with your whole heart. Put yourself in a place where you're vulnerable. The reassurance is making sure that the person that you, that you choose has a great heart, uh, has good character, and somebody who is respectful. Not only that, have courage and respect to ask the hard and uncomfortable questions when choosing your partner, because you never know. You could be choosing the one you chose or the one God sent for you. Again, I'm Maya Avery. You can follow me on IG at Motivational Force. Is it motivational right. or motivating? I mean, motivating force, motivating, uh-huh. motivating. It's, motivating it's, if you're watching the, the show, just look at the text. Don't listen to Maya's mouth. It's yeah. on. The, it's don't right listen, under her name. Don't listen. Yeah. yeah, don't listen to me. I don't know my ID <laughs> handle, clearly. But motivating, um, motivating force. And then, of course, my name is Maya Avery on Facebook. In addition to, last but not least, my kids are about to start an online boutique. It's called Him, H-E-M, and Garb. So you guys be looking out for it to support those kids. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to a charity in Maryland. Cool. We're going to be on the lookout for that. And next time, when you, whenever you come back, we can push the hell out of it. Because um, I'm all about supporting folks. Um, you are. So at last, real quick, Michelle says my four words is fight the problems together. So I like that. We're going to leave with that. Thank you, Michelle. And everybody, make sure you go to www.relationshipgumbo.info. Make sure you attach to everything on there because I got some stuff coming in the next two weeks. It's going to blow your mind. Please stay attached and, and connected because this way you're supposed to be. Come back every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. and we here. So, Maya, thank you again. Everybody, we're going to get thank out of here. That concludes me. the uh, podcast portion.
Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, cause better relationships need better ingredients. Hey, so if you want better relations, it's about communication, finding love, staying together. We all wanna make it better. Yeah, Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in.